The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 23rd of April. In your squeeze today, an Australian woman and her daughter named among the victims of the Sri Lanka bombings, drownings over the Easter weekend, the Ukraine has a new president, and hobby horsing. This is your squeeze today. Starting this morning, Claire, with the latest from Sri Lanka, where on Easter Sunday, 290 people were killed and over 500 injured in bombing attacks. The attacks were coordinated and took place in Catholic churches and upmarket hotels. Yesterday, Prime Minister Scott Morrison confirmed Australian woman Manik Suarachi and her young daughter, Alexandria, are among the dead. Claire, what do we know about who may have been responsible for the attack? There's a little bit sort of coming through. 24 people associated with the extremist Islamist terrorist group NJT have been arrested and overnight the government's declared a state of emergency that gives them additional powers to be able to detain and question suspects. Uh, They've also had a curfew in place overnight and access to social media has been blocked. So uh, that's certainly the avenue that the government's pursuing. What the government has confirmed is that the country's security agencies had information about a possible attack as much as two weeks ago, Claire. Yeah, that's right. And of course, people are quite dismayed that they had that detail. Some spokespeople from the government have tried to say that they didn't have a sense of the scale of what was about to be unleashed. But um, yeah, plenty of dismay about that. Yeah, tragic, tragic scenes in Sri Lanka and expect a lot more about that this week. From one uh, sad story to another, Claire, and a father and son were killed in Victoria over the weekend. They were attempting to rescue a man who was in trouble near Port Campbell on the Great Ocean Road. Lots of community outpouring of grief for those men, um, particularly Andy Powell, who was uh, a young guy just taken over the family's dairy farm and his partner was pregnant with their first child. Um, Lots of tributes also for Ross, the father um, of the life-saving duo. Apparently they were just good all-round long-serving community volunteers. And another drowning occurred in Port Lincoln in South Australia. The bodies of a 35-year-old man and his 5-year-old daughter were recovered after they were hit by a wave and swept into the water. A 14-month-old boy is recovering after being taken by a dingo whilst asleep in a camper van on Fraser Island. This happened on Saturday morning, Claire. He's recovering in hospital, but it's the third attack in the last few months. There's been quite a bit said in the last few months about exactly how um, people Um, get very close to these dogs or rather these dogs get very close to people and it's certainly a problem that they haven't quite resolved yet and um, that boy was very very lucky he um, woke his father with his cries and his father was able to get um, him back from the dog but wasn't without some injury and and a fractured skull. And I'm sure plenty of wonderful things happened over the Easter weekend, but unfortunately a lot of it's been dominated by sad news. We'll move on now to politics, though, completely change tone. Uh, If you're listening to or half listening to the election news, there's been a bit of pressure on Barnaby Joyce to explain a water deal he signed off on when he was Deputy Prime Minister and Minister for Agriculture and Water Resources. 
Yeah, and plenty of people with lots to say about why this is a thing. Uh, We're talking about an $80 million taxpayer-funded deal to buy ward licences back from a company that, um, while was sort of based in Australia, um, it's actually linked to the Cayman Islands, but uh, and it gets all very complicated from there. But pretty much um, Water Minister from the time, Barnaby Joyce and others have said that there's really nothing to see here, that it's a deal um, similar to deals that have been done with buying other water licences. It happens quite a bit under the Murray-Darling Basin that this particular deal was recommended by the Federal Department but also by the Queensland Labor Government. Um, It came up, um, even though it's been reported before, came up um, in a spectacular fashion on Thursday and it's sort of uh, gone on over the Easter break and Labor are demanding to see some more documents on that today. So it certainly seems to be an issue that's not going away quite yet. I've been relying on you to explain that one to me. <laughs> Just kind of, you kind of glazed over it on the weekend and thought, you know, Claire will explain this to oh, me on Tuesday. Happy to help. <laughs> Let's jump to Ukraine politics. And a new president has been elected convincingly. And uh, he's somewhat of a star, Volodymyr Zelensky. He is a comedian and actor and businessman and coincidentally has just played uh, a role where he was a guy who accidentally became president. So, um, yeah, it's certainly an interesting one and a case of life imitating art, Um, certainly a challenging job. There's tensions um, between Ukraine and Russia. Um, There's concerns about corruption and they have an economy that's struggling quite badly. So it's a big job. He won 73% of the vote. Amazing, yeah. Amazing. The semi-finals is what's known as the World Cup of Women's Tennis were played in Brisbane over the weekend. Sam Stozer and Ash Barty beat Belarus in the doubles and sent Australia into the finals for the first time since 1993. Did you watch it? I didn't get to watch it, but it's an amazing achievement and, um, yeah, incredible to see Australian um, women's tennis go from strength to strength at the moment. They haven't won the uh, the Fed Cup since 1974, so they'll play the final in Brisbane in November and look to, to break that drought. Yeah, how good would that be? That would be great. And let's finish with the craze out of Finland, hobby horsing. It's been around and talked about a little bit, but it certainly oh, seems really? to have gone. I yeah, I yeah. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, I've seen a bit of it in the last couple of years, but it seems to have ratcheted up a notch with um, official competitions being held while girls, it's a girls only thing. They get together and are actually judged doing dressage tests, which is an interesting concept. So and we're talking about those horse, horse heads on a pole, the ones that, yep, you know, Lit- girls literally a plush toy head on a stick gotcha. and they gallop around and do these moves. The idea is you keep your upper body still while your lower body is doing all the stepping and, yeah, it's a bit weird but, look, you know, each to their own, I guess. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. That's it's actually a, a really good read. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Did you have a hobby horse growing up? I feel like you would have had one. No, I had a real horse. Well, yeah, true. Good point. (laughs) The email subject line, uh, which each day reflects a news story, what have we got today? 
Simon and Garfunkel, um, like a bridge over troubled water. I'm sure the coalition will be hoping to build that bridge over troubled Murray Darling Basin deals today. And on that note, um, thank you to the thousands of you who gave our Squiz the Election pop up co- podcast a listen over the weekend. We'll have the wrap up of week two out this Friday. And of course, you can subscribe to the email via the link in your episode notes. Um, We hope you had a a great weekend, those of you who had it off, and a nod to those who were at work, kept the world spinning for us. If you like The Squeeze, please tell your mates, family, colleagues to subscribe. Have a great Tuesday and we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more.